Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. So we're talking Last Christmas, plus all the latest movie and trailer news. So this week we saw Last Christmas, the first of, I assume, a few Christmas-themed films mm-hmm. to uh, enter cinemaplexes in the lead-up to Christmas. It's kind of a nice little ch- change of pace with all the sorts of other films, mm-hmm. dramas, action how did you feel? Were you excited going in to see a Christmas movie, just in general? I was looking forward to it because I'm a big fan of the director, Paul Feig, mm-hmm. who's done Bridesmaids and the Ghostbusters reboot. He's got quite a good sense of humour. Yeah. He knows how to do lighthearted well. Yeah. Um, so I was really looking forward to it. And it was just delightful, I think. And with a script and story by Emma Thompson. Extra delightful. Yeah, you kind of go in thinking that you're in good hands and, mm-hmm. and with the calibre of Paul Feig as well. I think just in a snapshot, this movie didn't tell us anything new. It didn't prove anything. It didn't try and push any boundaries in terms of storytelling. No. It was dripping in sentiment, as many Christmas movies are. Mm -hmm. And it really just focused on a story about relationships with other people Mm -hmm. and overcoming your demons and your past and moving forward. And I think that's what Christmas kind of helps you realize Mm. is what your life is achieving for yourself and others and making a change. I really enjoyed the main character, played by Amelia Clark. She was so good. She's fantastic. Really, really good. I feel like her sparring partner, Henry Golding, they had great chemistry mm-hmm. together. Mm. I feel like he was a little bit wasted. Yeah. So I've said quite a few times on this podcast and in my life, outside mm. of the podcast, that I can't pick where a story's going. Did you guess uh, the twist? Immediately. Immediately. And exactly. there were a few physical obvious choices that they made as a director and a writer that just Mm -hmm. kind of put it on a silver platter going, this is what's happening. Mm -hmm. And it didn't annoy me, but I felt like it was unnecessary. And I kind of was like, don't treat, they were treating us a little bit dumb, I felt. Mm. 
and not that, you know, the big reveal and all that sort of stuff that happens. It's kind of like, well, it was just a nice to have rather than a pick your drop off the floor. If that makes sense. Yes. Yes. My problem with the big reveal was that it, they could have gone deeper on it. Okay. I know this isn't a deep movie, mm. but it just felt like they, there was a big rush to tie it all up in a nice little Christmas bow, mm. if you will. Yeah. And I was a bit disappointed in that. I thought you could have delved into it a little bit more instead of having a little montage and putting all the pieces together. Yeah. Yeah. I had no problem with the running time. So I don't think they needed to spend any more time on the story. I think mm. it was, I personally think it was told in the right sort of pace and period. Okay. Although I was a little bit confused around the timeline and how long things had been just so you kind of know what we're talking about amelia clark um, is a lover of george michael music and we'll talk about that in more detail in a moment and she's had um health issues Mm -hmm. and she's come out of that she's recovered and so it just follows her relationship with her with her sister with her father Mm. more so her mother where she's positioned in life in terms of a job a career aspirations Uh, she works in a christmas store um, her boss's name is Santa, which I thought was brilliant. <laughs> and yeah, so it's kind of like, and then she has this encounter with this with this young man who she builds a relationship and a rapport with and kind of helps her along in her demons and figuring out her life because mm. she's basically lost her way. Yeah. It featured new music from George Michael. Mm. We mentioned that, which is nice. I expected more music. Mm. It was very subtle. Did yeah. you think that? I didn't mark. Yes, I thought it was subtle. I mean, we heard last Christmas mm, about five or six times in different mm. variations. And I kind of liked how they weaved it in. Mm. It was very funny, I suppose, the different versions that you heard along the way. Mm. But yeah, I thought there'd be more from of way, his music. From the way it was marketed, I had expected it to be shoehorned in at every opportunity. Mm, and mm. it just wasn't. It felt very natural, which yeah. I liked. Oh yeah, I agree. I mean, that was one of those big headings where, with the, featuring the music of George Michael, so you kind of get that sense of it's not really musical, but his lyrics and his melodies mm. will help carry the story. Mm. And I don't think it was really all that obvious to me. No. Which is kind of like one nice because it was in the background and it was setting the tone and everything, but it didn't help propel the story forward enough. Mm. Obviously, Last Christmas ultimately does have a lot of meaning behind it at mm. the end. Um, which was nice, but again, completely dripping, saturated in sentiment, which mm-hmm. is which is fine. I mean, it's a Christmas movie, mm. after all. Yeah, you can't expect too much from these <laughs> movies, to be honest. But maybe my expectations were a little bit higher because it was Emma Thompson. And... I wasn't disappointed, but I wasn't no. blown away. Mm. And it was literally just a nice film to sit back, follow a nice, cute story mm-hmm. that has a bit of subtext and gravity behind it. You know, there are things going wrong in people's Mm. lives and and you're focusing on that and you know following her journey of of looking outwards right and not Mm. just looking inwards however she had every right over the last 12 months to look inwards because of what had happened to Mm. her and how she was dealing with that and everyone's expectations thinking that she should be okay because she's better Mm. but you learn about why she's not okay yeah and the expectation she has on herself Mm. uh, and also interpreting everyone else's and she just needs to pick herself up They've also woven in a little bit of a political angle with Brexit and Yugoslavian refugees in London. I guess that puts it in a period of time. It makes it feel like it's present now. Mm. I think that was the only real reason why it was there, because they didn't really go too far into it. No. It was part of a way of her character to grow, Mm. I guess, because she interacted with the Brexit subplot. Mm. For obvious reasons, their family were Yugoslavian refugees, so they had, had emigrated to 
the UK. And Emma Thompson was some great comic relief as the Yugoslavian <laughs> mother. She's just so good. She's effortless. And she managed to do it without being cheesy or tacky, really. Mm, mm. She gave it heart, which is just what you expect from Emma well, Thompson. Oh, exactly. She's got a big heart. And that definitely came through in her writing. I mean, how many popcorn kernels? I'd give it three and a half. It was Ooh. an enjoyable film. I got the feels. I got a bit emotional in it as well. So it, yeah. it took me to the places it needed to go. And... Yeah. Well, I'm kind of on the fence between two and a half and three. Because okay. I think three makes me feel like it's one of those Christmas movies you have to go and see and we'll watch again. But I don't think it is one of those Christmas movies. But I still mm-hmm. had a really good time see I I disagree there was some solid directing solid performances a solid story even though it's not a terribly original story Mm, like mm. I'm pretty sure I've heard this story before in other romance novels slash films Mm. but it was solid and I enjoyed it completely Mm. well last Christmas out in cinemas now go check it out if you like George Michael then this is your movie Uh, So other new releases this week, we've got the sequel to The Shining, Doctor Sleep, starring Ewan McGregor as a grown-up Danny Torrance, who is trying to protect a young girl with similar powers to him from a supernatural cult. Spooky one. Yeah, spooky. What else have we got? We've got Arctic Justice, which is a fun family-friendly movie aimed at younger audiences about a small Arctic fox with big dreams of becoming a hotshot (laughs) delivery dog. (laughs) And then a different change of pace in Pain and Glory starring Antonio Banderas and Penelope Penelope Cruz. It's about a film director reflecting on his life and the choices he's made. I've been very vocal about how wonderful this movie is in the last few weeks. So if you have a chance to check out Pain and Glory, please do. We've got some big news this week. Colin Farrell and Andy Serkis are in talks to play Penguin and Alfred, respectively, in The Batman. Another week, another Another. (laughs) Batman news. Now, what did you think about this? Because I actually think this is backwards. In what way do you think it's backwards? I would have picked Andy Serkis as the Penguin and Colin Farrell as... Maybe not Alfred, but if if that's all he had left. (laughs) I actually hadn't thought about that. I just kind of read that news and thought, okay, Colin Farrell to your point, doesn't really seem like a piece of casting of the Penguin that would make sense. However, he's quite an extraordinary actor, character actor. Mm. And I think he might bring something a little bit new to this, which I feel like this this is what this movie's trying to do. You've got Robert Pattinson as Bruce Wayne Batman. Mm. You potentially have Colin Farrell as the Penguin. Like, what's going on here? Like, this is pretty exciting. Mm. Um, Paul Dano as the Riddler, as we've mentioned before. And we also had confirmation that Jeffrey Wright from Westworld is going to play Commissioner Gordon, which is a great piece of casting oh, as yeah. well. Excellent. Now, this is interesting. You picked up this piece of news. Mm. Do you want to talk us through Marvel news? Well, Marvel have put forward every actor in their film as a Best Supporting Actor nomination for the Oscars. I mean, basically everyone has been submitted in a Supporting Character nomination, Mm. which seems like lip service to me because some of the characters or some of the actors didn't have a lot to do, like the likes of Brie Larson, Paul Rudd and Don Cheadle didn't really have a lot to do in terms of dramatic... And they're being put forward? Yep. That's very it, strange. It feels like they had to include everybody so as not to upset anybody. But isn't it the Screen Actors Guild where they've got that category in ensemble cast? Is it well, the Screen Actors? Because then put all your eggs in one basket there because yeah. in terms of an ensemble film, there's nothing, there will never be anything like it again. I think the only one that would be in with a chance to get nominated would be Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, but I don't think they're putting him forward. He is in, in Best oh. Supporting Character. 
And even That's then, odd. even then, he didn't want to be nominated. He was very no. vocal about the fact that he didn't want to put himself forward for nomination, yet they have. Well, he may as well not show up because Brad Pitt's going to take it for <laughs> Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So, Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Heard it here. Really? Oh, absolutely. You're calling that? Oh, yeah. Mm. No doubt in my mind. Not Antonio Banderas? <laughs> Not Antonio Banderas. No, he'll he'll be up for lead actor. Right, okay. So he'll be up oh, against okay. Leo. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Okay, very cool. Yeah, it just it seems like a strange thing to do, but I mean, we'll see when the nominations come out if any of them even get in. It, okay, so if they're putting everyone forward, who mm. do you think has even a remote chance of being shortlisted? Robert Downey Jr. Oh, okay, right. But so even, you did say that. Even then, I still don't think with the calibre of films that have come out this year that he will get nominated. No, I agree. I do. We won't see any best actor or any actor nominations for Endgame. If Hugh Jackman didn't get in there for Logan, then... Oh, that was ridiculous. He was opening up a a healed wound. (laughs) He was so good in that. He was very good, yeah. This annoys me, and I'm also very confused, that Mm -hmm. Elijah Wood, okay, Frodo Mm -hmm. Baggins, um, wants to reboot Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm. Why? Um, Why does this surprise you? Well, I go back to thinking about how Chris Rock is rebooting the Saw franchise. And oh, I'm like, right. mm. what? Like, huh? Chris yeah, Rock? What, what's he doing in this space? Why is Elijah Wood playing Eli- in this space? Elijah Wood is a very shrewd producer. He has a producing company, Spectavision. Mm-hmm. So I have faith that he will know what he's doing. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like we needed more original content. Yeah, I know. You know, you don't need to reboot these things. But he does insist that he doesn't want to follow the same formula. He wants Mm -hmm. to do something completely different. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's been trying to get this up off the ground for years. So, I mean, who knows if it's even going to happen. It's just something that's been mentioned. Yeah. This piece of news angers me and confuses me. Mm. So this week it was announced that James Dean right Mm -hmm. will be digitally resurrected for a vietnam war movie this is so gross now james dean died in 1955 at the age of 24 i think he'd only made three films Mm -hmm. so basically he'll be yeah he'll be brought back to the big screen through cgi visual effects for the vietnam war era drama finding jack it's called so he'll be playing a, a major character a major character yes and his family have agreed to use his likeness and blah, blah, blah. This is so disgusting. And I, I, I don't understand. I don't think it's necessary. And I think this is when CGI is going really way too far. The, one of the filmmakers, one of the producers has been quoted as saying, we feel very honoured that his family supports us and will take every precaution to ensure that his legacy as one of the most epic film stars to date is kept firmly intact. So that's producer Anton Ernst. He said in a statement. Okay, look, James Dean had a lot of promise 
I'll give you that. Yeah. But as you said, what, he made like three films. Yeah, so this would be his fourth film. So you're exaggerating a little bit to serve your own purposes, aren't you, mm. really? I mean, that's just strange. Yeah, I mean, look, this is a money grab. I don't think I'm being cynical, but this is... I, yeah, I just think it's disgusting. Mm. I, I don't understand. And it's also going to be incredibly distracting. Mm. It's kind of like bringing a, a whole um, CGI de-age character right at the front of a, of a film. Like, it's just going to feel different and odd. Yeah, it's weird. Mm. No one asked for this. Well, there's some new trailers this week. We've got the first trailer for Soul, the Disney Pixar mm-hmm. film, uh, with an original score from Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross of Nine Inch Nails, which yeah. is a really strange choice, but also mm. really cool. Mm. Um, they actually won the Oscar for the Social Network soundtrack, so it's an interesting choice. Yeah, but you got the trailer really heroed the music, mm. the score, and you kind of gone with it. Yeah. I really quite enjoyed it. And mm-hmm. I still couldn't really believe that they were behind behind it, mm-hmm. <laughs> behind those notes. What did you think of the trailer? It just looks too similar to Inside Out to me. Right. Just just in the character design. Well, I mean, it's a, same, it's a similar vein, isn't it? It is. And I think, I think... It's looking gonna... within to ask a bigger question about the universe and our purpose in life. And... Yeah, true. Yeah. I feel like this might have a little bit more scope to it although no that's not a fair thing to say because Inside Out went so many beautiful mm. places yeah it's hard to really figure out where they're going with this movie tonally but mm. um, it looks a lot of fun Jamie Foxx seems to be having a good time mm-hmm. in the voice booth so yeah I'm keen it, look, it looks stunning as well yeah. the animation's beautiful and that'll be with us in June next year mm-hmm. we've got another trailer for Bad Boys for Life it's another action-packed trailer. Very much. Set to funky music. They really brought the music in for this one. Mm-hmm. Showing off the chemistry of Mike, played by Will Smith, and Marcus, played by Martin Lawrence. Which is so palatable. Like, it's there. Yeah. They're so great. And we get a bit more about the story this time, though. Mm-hmm. So we knew already that Marcus wants to retire and break up the team. But it seems now that someone is out to specifically kill Mike. And they have to team up with a special ops group of young punks. Oh, yeah. And there was so much attitude in yeah. just the hairstyle and how they were looking and interacting yeah. with them. That might be a bit much, but I really think the focus is still going to be on... Mike and yeah. Marcus. Yeah. yeah. They're really ramping up the, the comedy as well. I think I found the character mm. of Marcus much funnier in this trailer than the first one. Right. Mm. He's just got a lot going on in his head. And he he, I just has. love how he <laughs> expresses it all, like in the colourful way that he does. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, there's literally like crashing helicopters and jumping on ladders yes. with an explosion. It's very, like, very Jerry Bruckheimer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to be with us. It's right around the corner on January 16. The photograph was a beautiful trailer yes. that dropped this week, starring Isa Ray and Lakeith Stanfield. Um, and it's a love story told through the lens of a daughter discovering about her deceased mother's life and relationship through photographs left behind. Yeah. I think the number one issue with this trailer is that it kind of showed you too much. You think, yeah. Yeah, which is just so devastating mm. because the first part of the trailer, I was so engrossed mm. in the type of story that they were going to be telling in yeah. this really beautiful way. I think it just it came across so loving. Mm. And then they just kind of kept going and going and I thought, ooh, the trailer's probably mm. a minute too long and I saw too much. Okay. However, I think it's going to be a bit of a surprise hit. I've just got this feeling about yeah. it. Well, it's a fitting love story, so of course it's going to be with us on February 13th. Oh, yes. Time for Valentine's (laughs) Day. That's right. We also got a trailer for The Invisible Man, which is adapted and directed by Lee Wannell. Is that how you say it? Something like that. Yeah, I can never pronounce his name. He's Australian. Yep, the co-creator of Saw. Mm -hmm. 
It's going to be starring Elizabeth Moss, and it was filmed in Sydney, another good win for the Australian film industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was filmed mostly in sort of south, in Gerringong and Kiama, and yeah, and it's a twist on the universal character, mm. the Invisible Man. Now, we've mentioned the Dark Universe before mm. in how it was going to be this big budget with huge stars mm. and they had that big cast photo. But this is not part of that. Well, it is. It's just a new iteration. So what yeah. they're doing is they're still releasing a lot of these famous monster, universal mm. monsters, but bringing back the budget, pairing it back, and kind of turning them into more horror films. In- indie films. Yeah, indie sort of films. And which, not connecting them all. I don't know if they're connecting them or not. That's a good question, but they might just live as standalones. It looks pretty fucking intense. Elizabeth Moss is is in it, and it's her ex boyfriend kills himself. He dies by suicide, mm-hmm. and she then Celia begins to rebuild her life for the better. Mm. But then a series of circumstance and things start happening around her, which makes her believe that he's not actually dead. Yeah, and then therein lies the kind of invisible yeah. man. So it's premise. a very psychological thrill, which is what the invisible man really. And I wasn't expecting a trailer or a story. I didn't really know much about mm. that character. So it's piqued my interest, that's for sure. Cool. We don't have a release date for that one yet, but it's next year. So what's coming next week? It's a big week next week. It is lots of movies, um, and we're going to catch a couple of them to mm-hmm. talk about next episode. Uh, Ford vs. Ferrari, which is a biographical drama starring Christian Bale and Matt Damon, set in 1966, about Ford's determination to build a race car that will beat Ferrari. Yeah. The trailers have been really good mm-hmm. for this movie. I think they've marketed it really well. And even though I'm not a petrol head or know really nothing about cars, there's mm-hmm. something about car movies that excite me. Yeah. And I think this one's going to be a real top notch. We're also going to check out Charlie's Angels, which is a reboot from Elizabeth Banks with a new generation of angels taking mm-hmm. on bad guys. And it also stars Elizabeth Banks as Bosley. Yeah. I don't think there's anything more to say about this movie other than we just have to wait and watch. Yeah, and see what it's going to be like. And see what it's going to be like. Because people are so wrapped up in the Cameron Diaz, Drew Barrymore, Lucy Lucy Liu version. Yeah. I think this one's going to be less lighthearted and comedic, a little bit more serious, maybe? Mm, Potentially. It needs to have the fun in it, though, because that's what Charlie's Angels are all about. Oh, yeah. And we've also got Mia and the White Lion which is about a girl from London who moves to South Africa with her family and forms a bond with a lion cub. And then one more film, The Report. So this is starring Annette Bening, who hasn't really been in many films of late. Uh, John Hamm and Adam Driver, a political thriller based on actual investigations into the CIA's interrogation and detention program after 9-11. Yeah, so this is definitely a full-on political thriller. Yeah. So that's it for this week. If you want to get in the Christmas spirit early, go and check out Last Christmas. It's a lovely film. Lots of Christmas lights and singing and (laughs) all the rest of it. And yeah, we'll be back next week with more reviews, news and trailers. Talk to you then. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 